0: ding 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 welcome on in we are feuding franco
1: we're feuding yes
0: yes we're feuding feuds are back we are in we meet i think you and i should just like start a beef like a little publicity stunt and yeah let's start going on that because this whole we haven't got to talk about the fact that nikki and megan are beefing so i just thought in inspiration of that i was like i love 2000s beefs Uh uh-huh so i was like you and i should beef let's let's you and i be enemies you did tell me that <laughs> that as I post stuff, you're like, I'm going to be your number one hater.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Also, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to quote the great poets of the early 2000s, 2000s, mid-2000s, probably, 2000, 2008, 2009, okay. probably. I'm, I'm not sure what around what time they came out. But like the wonderful poets once said tell your boyfriend if he says he's got beef <laughs> that I'm a vegetarian and I'm fucking scared of him <laughs> so maybe what's the tea babe what's the tea
0: yeah let's let's go back we're going to be yeah let's be enemies okay yeah, let's well that. that's
1: a little bit hard considering we're, we do a podcast together yeah
0: um but, but it's yeah. just for the cameras
1: gotcha the, well there's no cameras there's no here. cameras though so it's going to be a little hard like i said i, I don't think you as usual you didn't process i didn't think this you didn't think this through you kind of just you know think yeah when you shouldn't
0: i'm okay so i'm like one of those people that's like i will do something and then if i get further than i anticipated i'm like oh like i really didn't plan to get this far right i didn't plan on the first thing succeeding sounds like a lot
1: of your hookups (laughs) (laughs) you're like well i wasn't prepared for this
0: you're like oh okay
1: (laughs) it's happening you're like oh i didn't think the pickup line was gonna work
0: <laughs> i'll be like fuck now i actually have to drive <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah so yeah. let's i so if we're if you and i are like feuding so like huh. which one of us is like if we're who's mariah who's eminem who's christina actually i was gonna say that's another one i was like christina eminem and eminem yeah he had
1: a lot of feuds yeah I'm no one because I don't feud. Are you? It, it, who's who's Nicole? Is it really Nicole? a feud if it's one-sided?
0: Who's Nicole and who's Melody from the Pussycat Dolls? Remember the Pussycat Doll beef?
1: I I never cared for beef. I'm going to be quite honest with you. You didn't care for I beef? I never cared for beef. As much as of a bitchy person as I am, <laughs> I didn't care. I was too busy reading books to give a fuck about any oh. beef
0: there will always be like you're that person like there's gonna be somebody that intellectual who's like oh like i didn't see that or i didn't care for it because like i'm i was reading books
1: yeah exactly because as i recall i could have sworn i told you that you also were the reason why the kardashians got so big because you were too busy focusing on their life instead of focusing on yours maybe you should have opened up a few books for my own pure selfish entertainment yeah maybe you should have opened a few books and then maybe you know you would have like been a better person you know
0: i was entertained i would be i was the de- when i was the demographic for like
1: oh okay <laughs> i what what i i don't know where that was going when you said demo and i was like what <laughs> i don't know why you're like when i was a democrat and i'm like wait are you a now? <laughs> what the fuck is going on like what what's happening here <laughs> No. <laughs> that was a, when I was a demo, I was like, what?
0: I mean, I've always been a fan of beefs with like yeah I used to read my sister's fucking J14 magazines uh-huh. with my little gay ass over there trying to see what the latest he was. I
1: Right. Listen, I, I will say, you know, I like the beefs. I just don't entertain them for too long. I'm just like, okay, they're beefing. Makes sense. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Are you like over it when it's like it's years later and be like these bitches are still? No, it's not even fighting. years later. It's just
1: like I'll hear that they have beef and i'm like oh really they're fighting why i'll kind of figure out why and i'm like okay yeah and then just move on
0: see if, it's, it's if, not
1: i don't care how long it's just more so just like i hear about it and i'm like oh okay why are they beefing and then i find out why and i'm like oh okay
0: yeah it depends on who the matchup is because then i'll like look and be like hmm so what's going on here like what's what's the real reason because it's so yeah. hard like because then people will give you the side of who's their fave
1: that's the thing too is like when beef it's always like very
0: mixed it's mixed like opinions and
1: facts it it's yeah it's more so just like who whose side are you on and i'm like there shouldn't even be sides because we all know there's always you know their side their side and then the truth there's always like three sides to a story there's three sides yeah the A, the B, and then the truth. You know, ah. The A, the B, and the C. Isn't, that like, you want, th- isn't it like? Isn't it like they want.
0: say? Like the only people who know the truth are like the two people who were involved or something.
1: Yes, but I also don't believe that's true. You don't? I don't. Not because it's not true, but because I feel people are delulu, <laughs> and they're like, "I'm right," and I'm like, "Bitch, that's why this this is why there's there's a problem is that." both people think they're right that you can never get the real story because there's truth in both sides but i feel like sometimes people are so delulu that they're like i could never possibly be wrong
0: because then they're both like well they see it from their own perspective or their own feelings." there's been studies about that
1: like about how like different people see different things yeah so
0: like that's why See, that's why I'm like, what's normal?
1: As in? in just what in general.
0: Because it's like everybody is different. And the, even in the sense of like a situation like that, like yeah. just any situation that like people perceive shit right differently. Yeah. Or feel things differently. Exactly.
1: That's why I have such a big deal with the Bible because it's like everyone interprets and perceives things differently. So then who knows but, the truth? Like Jesus could have been walking on fire and somebody's like, oh, he was walking on water. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay.
0: So, who knows the truth, Franco?
1: He's probably walking on shit. Kind, Yeah. Anyways. Do you know the truth? I don't know the truth. No one knows the truth, to be honest.
0: This it, No one knows the truth in the year of truth?
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. Anyways, how are you doing?
0: I am doing slightly i feel well. like it's
1: been a while since we've sat and talked here but it's been
0: you know actually talking to you makes me realize how bad my anxiety still is sometimes i feel like my anxiety is not that bad uh-huh and then i'll go and try i try and make a TikTok the other day okay and the minute that i saw myself on camera and tried to talk yeah heart attack heart attack like i was in shambles i couldn't even speak i like deleted everything you know
1: what it do. is you know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's your inner saboteur, <laughs> Because I think it's because you're trying to come off as as like somebody else and not yourself. As opposed to, okay, so what I'm trying to say is like you, it's, I think it's you see content like TikTok content that you like. And so you kind of try to mimic other people's like voice or the way they talk or the way they they, I think like the format like people were uh, trying to like people's formats to, TikTok and yeah. I think that's probably why if it's one thing we've discussed before is that you always follow the wrong people and you're <laughs> and, and so I think you're trying to mimic the gays that you that are not great you know and yeah shade noise <laughs> yeah i don't know what that was but that was know. not the shade i couldn't of noise. do it i uh, please it sounded
0: better in my head you know when something like you do something in your head yeah and you try to... you should
1: keep a lot of the things in your head <laughs>
0: you know i'm actually trying the other thing since this is the year of truth uh-huh i'm trying this thing about some like, people don't need to live their truth. things some know? people
1: don't need to live their truth for example donald trump
0: <laughs> he needs to not so leave. You're trying to silence me on this podcast. I'm
1: trying to silence the people that don't need to be talking.
0: But my voice needs to be heard. Well. Just listen to it. To some extent. I'd be like, I hate my own voice, but other people, yeah. somebody out there will like it.
1: Yeah, of course. And I'm, I'm heard. saying you can be heard. Just certain things should be heard, not everything.
0: You know how it felt like me trying to do the TikTok. It like it feels like when you get called up in class mm-hmm. when you're trying to like either when you're like new or when it's first day like at work mm-hmm. when you're that new person. I'd be like, oh, tell us about yourself. That's exactly how it feels like. That same like, is that so hard for you? Yeah.
1: Really i've done it so many times and i'm just like okay bitch i know what bitch, i, like. I know. I've
0: literally okay i literally i have had phone interviews mm-hmm. and even like phone interviews i panic
1: i don't panic
0: because i'm like even though they're not seeing me i'm yeah. like i don't know maybe i, I this is <laughs> it's like a peek into my psyche because like i feel like people can even pick up things based on like your voice or like i don't know oh like, they can people Can exactly see See? which is why i, See, I come no, actually know across... it's like you because like you're very analytical and yeah. so i feel like because of it's because <laughs> it's maybe i know too much about how you think so then i like will panic and start being like second guessing things yeah. and how i'm saying them and that's i'm like i you probably sound in, stupid you
1: don't go in there with confidence that's the problem i don't that, there you go Not in a single thing go. i do there you go i go in with confidence a little DeLulu sometimes, but I go in there and I do my best. And a lot of the times that works out for me. No interviews. I'm not uh, like scared by them anymore.
0: I feel like I can't. I I How I talk, how I can talk like right now, how yeah. we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I can't talk that same way how I'm like trying to record like a video mm-hmm. or trying to do something like that. I instantly start panicking and just be like.
1: I saw I, some, I, some of of your, I saw. I get out of breath. I get out of breath over. I saw nothing. some of your drafts, and you know what? You try to sound super gay and like super like I'm ain't gone. And like mm. what the fuck? It's like it's not who you are. So relax. Just be <laughs> just be yourself. It's just it just be yourself. I've done a few TikToks. On you my know TikTok. what? That's
0: the most terrifying thing. Why do you think most people can't be themselves? Uh,
1: but again, that's that's the thing. The the thing about social media and why TikTok was such a big big part. Of a lot of people's life is because people were finding people that were similar to them, and I think a lot of the times people are like, "Are we living the same lives?" Because a lot of the times things would be similar, we go through similar right. experiences. So I think that's why TikTok and like people on TikTok resonated with some people because we kind of have the same experiences, and a lot of us are similar in some I mean, way.
0: That's so I feel like literally why I started doing memes and stuff.
1: Right. So like I feel like if you can can take that into your tiktoks then you should be fine you just got to be okay with being yourself and not trying to be like anybody else
0: and that's the hardest but if part. you try
1: to structure yourself or kind of be like come across as one of those famous tiktokers and i think that's probably your thing is like maybe if i sound like this person like i'll blow up or you get what i'm saying you're trying to get mimic that so they yeah i mean mimic i make someone's that. Yeah. success i guess or someone's ways of doing tiktok so that it it's successful
0: so i'm like oh this works
1: right (laughs) and no you just need to just be yourself and i think you'll find the people that will that will vibe with you and people why not that's what i try to tell
0: myself but like i don't know i'm i'm like my own like worst critic yeah i like instantly start telling myself like oh my gosh like how you probably said that probably doesn't even make any sense or like i just yeah i will tear apart like every little thing yeah yeah and then i like don't post
1: anything the good thing about tiktok (laughs) is that now you can do splits or like you can do multiple takes what the fuck is a split? like you just stop and then you can you pick up from where you left off, and then you can go back and edit the video so that oh okay okay yeah okay so
0: let's uh, yeah working on the confidence not easy but we're attempting there's attempts being made wait you mentioned tiktok and i actually had something written down that I'm pretty sure that you've seen. Which is? So I saw this thing about parents and their kids. Oh, and something about like locking kids in the bathroom yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this seems weird. I
1: I saw that, and a lot of people are like, "What was? What was the whole context?" Is like, because they're so like so. I guess or their something? kids are cursing, and as behavior therapist we've learned that they obviously pick them up from somewhere and a lot of the time it's from home i saw a lot of people saying like oh well if they don't learn it from home they're gonna learn it from their friends right right where did you learn bad words honestly i mean i i would hear them around the house like my family in spanish of course what
0: was the common word tossed around in your house
1: maricon no <laughs> marica <laughs> Puta. no i'm kidding i honestly don't remember i just my grandma has a really colorful language in spanish like she'll cuss and stuff and i love her because she's always like if people are gonna meet me they're gonna meet the real me and
0: See, there was a lot of stuff thrown around in my house like i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i've ever told you like some of the things like my mom would say no like, <laughs> i'm like laughing because i'm like sounds so terrible So (laughs) I learned bad words at home too. My mom would Mm -hmm. curse in English and in Spanish. Okay, and so she, when she would get really really mad, Uh she'd be like "puta madre, cara de perro," and i be like, and it was just so funny to me. Like 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 now like looking back, I was like, oh my god, like this lady was always popping off. But yeah, like just saying like bad words. I'm like,
1: yeah, my grandma's vocabulary is really colorful. So like
0: very bright yeah Light, very bright,
1: bright. And, and i love her for that because like i like i said she's like when people meet me i want them to meet my genuine self and if they like it good and if not fuck off
0: she's like if you fuck with me you fuck with me right
1: and because her sister which we don't we don't talk about her but she be like oh like so proper and stuff and my grandma's like nah pito and this and <laughs> uh, culo and like just every like word you know and she was like, you know, if people are gonna meet me; they're gonna meet the real me, and that's it. And I'm like, period, love it. So because of that, she would always try to teach all her grandchildren bad words. So me being the first one, she would always try to get me to cuss. And from what I've from what I've understood is that she always tried to get me to cuss, and I just never wanted to cuss. She would ask us. She would, if anything, she would like. She give you like the green light. The green like light. Can- Come on, like say this, o Dile esto. Dile on esto. like a lot of a lot of um people or a lot of my um, cousins are like my brother. They would repeat it. I didn't want to. Well, weren't you just a proper young Southern belle? Mm-hmm. I was a Southern belle. <laughs> so she, she tried to teach us, but, and, but, but it wasn't until, and so I knew the words, I just didn't use them, but it wasn't until I got to school and that I kind of went to middle school. Cause even before that, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, in elementary school if i listen to music now i'm gonna show my age here because i used to have the now I mean, that's already what, know you're old that's what i call music cds what and you number, know how bitch bitch all the numbers <laughs> bitch I, I was there from the beginning <laughs> now that's what i call music one they're on like a hundred and something or 300 and something at this point i don't fucking know old but i'm old i was there when they created the now now that's what i call music but anyways I, those CDs always had the clean versions right so I would always listen to those clean versions I wouldn't listen to the bad word ones I didn't like listening to the bad word ones my brother was a big fan of Eminem from a very young age and I used to hate Eminem because like why are you cussing so much why are you using such foul language and I would tell on on my brother like you were such a goody two shoes I was I'm telling you and I would tell on my mom like he's listening to m- music with bad words yeah and she'd be like okay she he no she would get him in trouble because he would ask for the cd but then my mom not knowing that it was a cd with bad words even though it said explicit language in the front but she didn't know she would buy him the cd and then i'd rat him out so we'd hear this shit at home yeah right so like i heard it at home but like i didn't i didn't didn't partake it i didn't partake it but once I got to middle school, I learned more bad words. Did your from my fucking friends.
0: shoes squeak when you walk, bitch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> were you? I feel like did I, I, have a I feel bell? like you should be like SpongeBob in this shit. Like, yeah, we'd hear, I'm a good noodle. I <laughs> like I hear you squeaking when yeah. you walk. Yeah, you probably squeaked until you were like in like seventh eighth grade. Yeah,
1: I I did you know? until like seventh grade. Uh, seventh grade, yeah. And that's when your
0: petals blossomed.
1: My petals, my, my <laughs> petals blossomed. They did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is the thing with the trend and this is kind of what's bothering me. It's like, again, we, we know that a lot of the bad words, we kind of learn them in at home. Like kids pick uh, up yeah. words on bad, but also like someone's argument was like, oh, well, they'll learn them at school. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they'll use them at home. If you normalize kids using bad words around home, they're going to use it. Right. Because you've already s- Establish like that kind of like this is what this is how we speak, in just the home. like
0: you and I, right now. Like, we were kids, we remember, like, we heard it. So, right, you, the old saying of like, oh, they're not, they don't know, like, they're they not don't even know. listening, they're not
1: even listening. We are
0: literally me playing kids, video games and just being like, kids are <laughs> hearing sponges. everything in the background,
1: exactly. Kids are sponges, they absorb everything so but
0: like it's called multitasking i can play video games and be traumatized at the same time exactly. with all this foul language
1: <laughs> exactly and it's like the thing is like now people nowadays want to be like oh well people just want to be so sensitive it's not even about being sensitive it's just like if you don't want your kids to say bad words and don't it's use just them. like
0: when it's a problem when it's like you are part of the issue why it's kind of presented itself
1: right the thing is, like, don't sit there and complain that your kids are using bad words if you're using bad words around them. Me, personally, I would let my kids cuss. Because. I mean, just, just like. just You just got to teach them. them yeah, where, teach them. When and uh, where. Pl- place and time, I guess. Time and place. Time and place, you know. I, I don't know the extension of, like, using bad words and the psychology. I would probably have to research that before I have kids. But I'm not going to have kids because I'm gay. But if I was going to be a parent, I'd probably look into it like, "Oh, does that really affect how they develop? Like, what what's the pros and cons?" But if if but I would allow my kids to cuss. Just saying. Because sometimes you just saying gosh darn it isn't enough. Sometimes you have, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to say fuck.
0: But like when I'm mad. Yeah, Sometimes like, you have to say sometimes <laughs> you're you're
1: like f- fuck. fuck, fuck shit, fuck. You know? Yeah, you just got to like know. And- yeah. So the trend is just so stupid because like the p- parents are just like locking them in and be like, okay, you is can it only like, cuss. Like, a,
0: be like okay, we this is like this is like your little session, your, your safe space. This is your moment.
1: This is your moment. Have it and locking them, locking them in the bathroom, and locking them to cuss. But not only that, but they're also recording it for their entertainment. It's like if you want to do so that with are your, are they kids, kids.
0: supposed to just like go ham and like f bomb, f like yeah,
1: yeah. And a lot of the time, a lot of the videos that I've seen, the kids are like, they'll say like, fuck. And they're like, (laughs) and like, (laughs) you know, and they don't even know what to do with themselves. And then they keep looking at the camera like, am I allowed to? Am I not allowed to? Because that's the thing too. Like they're also being recorded. So it's like, what, like, like what message are you sending? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the kids probably confused. Like, is this a trick? Are you trying to trick me? Like am i am i supposed to cuss yes or right and it's like you're not teaching your kids a replacement of for that behavior like if you don't want them to cuss teach them not to cuss or teach them time and place or teach them something productive as opposed to like well only in the bathroom you can cuss what is
0: this? Hey, Franco, this is your safe space. This is the only place you can cuss. You can't cuss anywhere else in your life anymore.
1: You can this suck my that. ass because I'm <laughs> going to cuss wherever the fuck I want to cuss. I'm going to put you in
0: the bathroom and be like, okay, yeah. like, that's going to be your yeah. space. Like You're going to have one minute. And- it's
1: a stupid trend. I don't know what the fuck is up with people. People are stupid. People do things for likes and for views, and it's ridiculous. Like If you want to act a fool on TikTok, act a fool on TikTok don't record your kids don't embarrass your kids on tiktok like don't do that let's just i love the cute videos with kids like you know like uh, they catch a kid doing something silly they the kid says his first word i don't fucking know lit cute videos like that i love watching on tiktok however those videos where you try to embarrass the fuck out of your kid and to teach them a lesson how about you teach them a lesson without having to fucking uh what is it called Like, put yourself up or, like, be like, oh, look at my parenting style. It's so great. Like, validating yourself as a parent. Like, how about you don't? How about you just leave the house training for the house?
0: Let's do other things for likes and views. Let's just... uh, Show your ass. (laughs)
1: Let's...
0: Oh, let's do... Let's be NPCs. Right. Let's be uh, one of those people. Have you seen that girl who does like the sick Victorian child?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's one of my favorites. Let's do that.
1: Uh, just do that. Do something.
0: You can be, do you want to be one of those, like one of those cat people?
1: The cat people.
0: Yeah. They'd be like meow or they're like, uh, they'd be like an, uh, a pet or something. Oh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's do that. So kind of moving on. I kind of wanted to hit a topic that was suggested by one of our listeners a and i think it's a pretty i mean i guess it's a cool topic to talk about because i feel like we can it doesn't have to be pride month to talk about you know coming out in our experiences as queer people and i feel like you know this podcast is gay so we get to talk about gay shit all the fucking all time. Year. and we're gay all year <laughs> we we don't have just one month where we're gay we're gay all the fucking time Well, except on Sundays when I go to church, then I'm straight.
0: Well, we might take it off for the leap year because we don't use typically account for that. That's an extra day that's not normally there. So
1: that's true. (laughs) So, like terms
0: and conditions may apply.
1: Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, so our listener wanted to know how to relax and be yourself after living in conservative community where you felt a bit oppressed. And after escaping that community, to more open to a more open community, how to shake off those shackles of restriction?
0: Signed by European guy. Oh yeah,
1: signed by
0: well, U.S. from China by European guy. Warm, warm hugs to,
1: to U.S. from China by European guy. Thank you, European guy. <laughs> Who's and in hello. China? I feel like after you've escaped the conservative. I, I mean, I did my family is catholic and they do do practice catholicism but very loosely i'd like to think but even then i feel like i had other family members that were more conservative and you know kind of the old-fashioned way so i think growing up you kind of learn to like hide yourself right you start kind of finding ways to survive in that environment in a conservative environment of like don't switch don't talk this way don't do this don't do that don't
0: a lot of don'ts a lot
1: of don'ts and not a lot of like freedom
0: you can't associate with like certain colors or like wear certain things right
1: so even certain mannerisms you got to like be careful right so after you for me after i i kind of freed myself and kind of started not giving a fuck about like what anybody said kind of where i started was like okay this is me this is who i am and it, it was a little bit tough because it's like okay you are a few steps behind other people because let's not, let's not pretend and let's not act like people who come out and are accepted like right off the bat, have it a thousand times better because they get to be their authentic selves from a very young age, as opposed to somebody that maybe had to stay in the closet till they were 18 years old or uh, to a certain age. Right. So because of that, sometimes you are behind as far as like gay culture, gay references, gay, I don't know, just a lot of things, right? Yeah, even fucking pop divas. You're not, you're behind, and I think it just takes you finding like a community, or even having w- that one. It's like, person. where do you
0: start? Like, your birth is like right. <laughs> like, your gay starts You
1: here. Yeah, like honestly, like you're at the start. Like, if you just came out and you've left a like a conservative household or conservative community, it's like you're at the beginning of the board game. You're at the start block at the little square in the board game where it's like start. life <laughs> right that's where you're there that's where you're at
0: little rainbow car
1: a little rainbow car you know and i think in the beginning you you just have to find your community whatever that community may be whether you're a twink who's you know wants to hang out with other twinks whether you're a bear that wants to hang out with other bears whatever you identify as whatever you identify or or as far as like your labels like whether you're you know you identify as he him they them she her whatever your labels are you got to find the people that will give you a sense of community
0: yeah i think like like once you're like breaking out of like those kind of things you kind of go through a little bit of like a self-discovery like it sounds so cliche but like you literally do because like you don't you have to kind of ask yourself like what kind of things do you you're like comfortable with and things that you like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you've been told you can't like pink. You can't wear pink.
0: You can't paint your nails. And I'm like,
1: do I like, do I like pink? Yeah. Do I like wearing pink? <laughs> you know, do I like nail polish on my nails? Like you, it's a lot of self. Like I didn't, I
0: wore, I wore nothing pink when like I was a kid or like yeah. in my own household, like with my parents mm-hmm. and stuff. But now that I'm an adult, bitch, I wear pink. I mean, you see, I wear, I buy pink and yeah. wear stuff like that all the yeah, time. Yeah. So it's like, it's things like that where it's like, you have to kind of discover like, huh, like if I express myself in this way, like, does this feel kind of like authentic to,
1: to who, I am. who I am, what yeah.
0: I'm feeling? Like, does this make me feel good in some type mm-hmm. of way? Mm-hmm. And like, you kind of have to figure that out because... And if you don't like something, you might have to even ask yourself, like, why? Right. Like, is it
1: something of, like, it makes you feel uncomfortable? Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Because, so when I first, when I I came out and I was gay, they'd always be like, well, you're not that. You were gay? gay." Right. (laughs) And they were like, well, you're not that gay. You're not like those other gays. And I was like...
0: You're a cool gay?
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I was kind of proud of that, you know? Because like, yeah, I'm You're mass, like, That's a, bro. Uh-huh. I'm Yo, mass, bro.
0: Li- like, fuck those other gays. Fuck, <laughs> those fuck those the fags. Fuck the faggots.
1: <laughs> 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 but, you know, like, as, as time went on, the mannerisms that I was kind of careful not to do, I started doing them. Kind of talking with my hands, kind of like being more gay, more flamboyant, allowing myself to be flamboyant. I'm not always flamboyant, but I allow myself to be flamboyant when I want to be. Yeah. And that's, a, that's another thing too, is whether you want to be like, you know, the flamboyant gay and that's totally fine. If that's who you want to be, if you don't want to be, then that's not, that's not for you, you know? And it's a lot of like trial and error. I want to say it was like, as what you feel comfortable with. And again, it's kind of like questioning yourself. Like what, why does it not feel comfortable? Is it because you don't like it for yourself? Yeah. Or is it because this whole time you've been telling yourself like you can't be that way?
0: Because like sometimes even hearing like the ideologies that, you know, I'm pretty sure we all come a majority of us anyway, come from households where we might have heard like negative connotations like oh like kind of like how you were saying, like, oh you shouldn't do this or men don't boys cry. don't do this. Yeah, exactly. Boys don't like play that, with dolls. Oh, That's so tired. Boys so tired.
1: Boys don't play with dolls. They play with <laughs> like men men toys. Like if
0: that's like a thing that's like repeated you're over here a lot like it's gonna have like some it has some
1: psychological effect which is like
0: you you know it's bound to happen and you know it's gonna it's gonna affect you in a way that maybe you're not super consciously aware of right um but that's kind of things that you have to address yeah kind of unlearn
1: unlearn. You, you you have to unlearn a lot of things
0: yeah i mean i i like my mom was like very transphobic and stuff like she would always say stuff about like oh like these guys or girls they just want to be you know the opposite whatever da, 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 da. right and so like i felt like very uncomfortable at first like you know being 18 19 and kind of barely going out into the gay scene and seeing like drag queens and stuff like mm-hmm. i kind of had a lot of those like negative views and such about that yeah. and thought it was very strange and very odd i'm like oh like why yeah. why would anybody want to dress up like a woman like yeah it's like you're a guy as a man yeah you're you're a guy who likes
1: guys why do you want to be a girl Yeah,
0: which is very funny because like now i'm the fucking like i'm one you live for the girls right i'm like i love the dolls yeah and now it's like oh yeah like i that's my favorite shit in the world like i love drag i support a lot of drag artists and but that was like something that was not a place i was initially at when I you kind first of was out. going out into my whole independence yeah. of being out in the world and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of looking at the queer scene. Yeah. So like, yeah, you have to like unlearn and realize like what you're not comfortable with. Yeah. And so, and you have to like, you have to be open to other people yeah. and kind of like being able to hear them out. I mean, that's why I love Drag Race because it's like, oh, like you get to know a lot about, people and their backgrounds and their stories but also Mm -hmm. just like when you go out to the bars and stuff like you just meet people and you like get to find out more about like just being exposed to other people and what they're like and how different people can express themselves
1: yeah and that's the thing too is learning the culture again it's like learning culture understanding queer culture that where we come where we come from where where everything started right learning that drag queens have been at the forefront of a lot of these gay right movements right? right and the importance of drag culture the importance of drag queens the importance of trans people right. yeah in our community and what kind of how those groups have like it's all
0: it's like a whole new part of like history yeah. that you have to like learn about because right. i mean it's not we already know ex- we're not taught in schools like, right you know if we are we're like a subsection, right? And
1: it's not like when you came out, your mom's like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad you came out as gay." Here's the history book of gays, like so.
0: Here's the handbook.
1: Here's the handbook. Here's what you. It's need not to like know.
0: Beetlejuice, you know, like where they get the the handbook for the deceased. It's like, yeah, they should have that. But like the handbook for the recently deceased, be like you're heterosexual. Like she's they're dead. She's like, dead. You know, you're one of the girls. You're one of the queers. Yeah, you're like, one of Here's queers, your handbook. No. Here's your handbook. We need that. We meet on Wednesdays. On
1: Wednesday, we wear pink. <laughs> you you know (laughs) um so i think i think again just kind of going back to that it's like when you first escape that conservative household or community i I feel the most important thing the first thing to do is find uh, your community whether that's you know the bears the twinks the uh, whatever that community may be find a community find someone that's gonna take you under their wing and t- teach you the ins and outs of how to be gay to be honest like that's kind of how you kind of how i did it mentors
0: but like sponsor a gay Spons- today. <laughs>
1: sponsor a gay for only five cents a day you can sponsor a little queer child well
0: i think that that's like when people you know i think when you have older gay people who kind of talk about like the 70s 80s 90s of being gay yeah that's why they focus on a lot of the community aspect and yeah. like oh people like nowadays i mean even we've gone to shows and such recently like queens will still preach and stuff about like hey like look out for each other like have community because i think that yeah. that's like what's missing is that there's no like yeah there's like there's no, no sense like, of community yeah
1: yeah and and it's funny because like because you had that's pretty
0: common like i've you, had
1: like-, like conversations with like older gays and they kind of tell me like how it used to be you know it's like before grinder like obviously you didn't have grinder so bitch how did you hook up it's like, oh, yeah, like we used to just go up to each other and kind of like the signals of like, cruising, <laughs> you know? And it's like it's a whole other world out there of like how queer people it's, That's existed. a whole other world,
0: understanding nonverbal language. Right,
1: uh, and understanding like the tapping. Again, like the, like
0: the, the, the micro things within like the, the culture. The culture,
1: the gay community. There's and, and subcultures. It's, there's cultures within cultures. Yeah, and so I, th- I think that's the most important thing just to begin with it's find your people find some find find a support group because i feel like even when you leave that conservative household it can be lonely yeah. because if for example if you did leave a conservative household chances are you probably didn't leave on good terms
0: and i think and i didn't know about this like i don't think i really thought that clubs or like queer spaces really would put things on during the week i would kind of Focus on like you know like the dance clubs and all this stuff, yeah. but if anybody out there is going through like you know your journey and you're trying to find out more, like there are clubs and like venues or queer spaces that do like just fun activities. Like we've seen like wine and what is it wine and paint nights, wine and paint nights. loterias that he has like bingos, like drag queen bingos. bingos like those are those bingos. are fun. Remember yeah. when we used to like do drag queen bingos? Like, yeah, we used to go. It was like you know five ten bucks or whatever. Yeah, and you kind of just go and. You're in just, like, a chill environment where, like, it's not, like, the dance
1: club setting. Yeah. You know? It's not so much pressure of, like, oh, like, who who are you trying to hook up with or right. who are you are trying to... Or, like, like, the
0: karaoke nights.
1: Yeah, karaoke nights are great, too. So, like, you know, whatever your thing is, like, again, just finding that community. Yeah. I also feel like leaning on your friends is another important thing. Like, if you have, you know, if if you're a queer person that just came out, you obviously might have had some kind of support way before you came out. So like for us gays, it's a lot of our girlfriends, right? A lot of our friends that are girls that they they took us in, they took us under their wing, and defended <laughs> us from from all those bullies or whatever.
0: Look at like you know like allyships or like spaces. Like if you're like a young person going to college, like there's usually like you know either events like they'll have like LGBT events even at the university level where they do. I went to a bingo. And that's how I want headphones. I want some skull Candy headphones one time going to a drag queen bingo that was done at my, at my college university. Yeah. So yeah. there's like bound to be some kind of space that you can maybe like go to kind of chill and, you know, at least get to see other people and,
1: okay. you know,
0: build some community that way.
1: So like once you find like your community, once you find the people that you are vibing with, I think that. Again, it's also next step is kind of learning what you like and learning who you are in a sense of like basically unlearning and learning or relearning what you do or don't like, right? After that, it's like once you have that down, then it's like what are you okay with with presenting or how do you want to present yourself? You know, are you okay with being super mask? Are you okay with being super femme? Are you okay with being in between both alternating on day to day and for me like i know there's a lot of like hate towards mask people and stuff and and i think a lot of the hate comes from mask people being a little toxic which don't be toxic if you're going to be masked like just be cool but i think another thing to just consider is like you don't have to be more mask or more femme you can kind of just take it day by day i kind of do that all the time i'm like there's days where I'm fuck I fucking out gay myself every day. And there's days where I'm just like, I'm just chill. Top yourself. <laughs> yeah. I top myself. Top yourself. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll get my, I'll gay myself, you know, I'm almost too gay to function sometimes.
0: I think that's part of like that, the whole little journey about, you're also going to realize that yourself over time can change. Like, yeah. even though you can have yourself kind of figured out in the moment, at, mm-hmm. like at the present time, but even like, a couple of years later down the line, you could change or like want to express yourself or maybe what you previously were not as open to. Maybe you're like, you know, expressing yourself in a different way, whether like maybe you're more effeminate or whatever, more mask or mm-hmm. maybe even like settling on being neither of the or. Or bitch, the,
1: the, the classic I'm bi and then you come you come to realize you're not actually bi, you're just gay. Right. But it was easier to say you were bi to kind of (laughs) accept yourself, you know. (laughs) And, you know, there are there are bi people out there. But I'm just saying sometimes it does happen where it's like someone comes out as bi and it's like, well, am I really bi? Yeah. Or was that just kinda like a You could have your sexuality
0: sorted out, but then your gender is another thing, or vice versa, or both. Like Exactly. Like there's like a there's no like linear pathway. Everybody can Mm -hmm. you know, some people can be constantly evolving and changing in their expression and some people can just Yeah. Have and then, it in, I feel like the most it.
1: you kind of express yourself more authentically, the more things come up. Yeah. More more things you didn't know about yourself come up. You know, and, and that might be like, well, you know, maybe maybe I'm not bi maybe I'm gay. Maybe I'm non binary. Maybe I'm asexual. Different things. So, Franco, right?
0: are you are you turning up the gay? Or will we just can we get any gayer?
1: I I don't think I can. I mean, I guess I can. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I might gay myself more every day. You just never know, you know?
0: Do you ever find yourself like, I don't know if it like maybe unintentionally or something where like, do you like, I don't know, mask up your voice or something?
1: Well, I mean, that, that kind of goes back to like the code switching, right? How like sometimes code, us as queer people had to code switch to like, not get bullied, not get whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, that ha- that's a true thing, of like that sometimes happens. Like where you like, for example, if you go to a barbershop, shop, you kind of butch it up a little bit because it's like yeah, if it's not a safe space, you kind of have to butch it up.
0: Yeah, like it kind of reminds me of this video that I saw that was talking about how we like the gay accent mm-hmm. and how I think one of the I guess kind of key features about it or how you can tell is. Well, I think it was somebody like trying to find out whether that you can just tell someone's gay just by their voice and the mm-hmm. way they talk. But I guess like we as gay people, we elongate our vowels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. I kind of do that. But yeah, like I will do that where like I may I won't maybe do like those elongated vowels, you know, uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I try to like, I think, slow down the way that I talk sometimes
1: so that it's like. Just I'm try like, to sound oh. dumb. Like a straight guy. Uh, like, I, don't, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I tone, that's my way. I tone it way down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, I, I sometimes catch myself like butching it up and it's like, well, why am I doing that? And I sometimes realize like, well, I'm at work or I'm at here or I'm at there. And that's also another thing. Like you might have to do that. Not a big deal, you know? I mean, sometimes we, depending on what, like, field or, like, what kind of work you do, like, it depends. Like, sometimes you just have to butch it up, you know? Yeah. Like, it, like some there's people in the military that sometimes don't like to come out as queer or, or at least share with their bosses. They like to go out and party in, at, like, the gay scene, but then also... When they go to work, they kind of just like, no, that's kind of where I leave the gay, o- <laughs> outside. You're like, that's it, that's it, yeah. So, I mean, it depends.
0: Have you learned, Franco? Have we learned from the, the community, like over time?
1: I've learned a, I've learned a few things actually. Every time I talk to an an older gay, I'm always interested. It's always interesting. Yeah, because they tell you so much things and like how things were. And I'm just like, that's crazy. Did you have one like recently? I did. I did. I went to a bar and there's an older gentleman and also, he was, he was military. Okay. I think, I, okay. I'm not sure. If, was he a vet? I don't remember if he was a vet. I want to say, I think
0: you told me that.
1: Yeah, I think he was. But anyways, point is he was in the military And I think he was already retired. He was like kind of like whatever. He said he walked over because he thought I was cute. Just wanted to talk to me. We did talk. Try to buy me a drink. I was like, no, thanks. I I got my drink. I'm fine. (laughs) I I like I appreciated the gesture, but I'm just like, "Mm, I'm going to be safe. I'm by myself. I don't, mm," you know. Right. So, you know, we got to talking and he was kind of giving me a kind of a rundown of how like things worked for him and how like he doesn't really use social like media or like not social media, but like dating apps. So like Grindr and stuff like that. Cause he likes just like more coming out, more traditional, more like comes out to the bars and kind of meets people that way. And he's like, Oh yeah. Like I know a lot of these people here at this bar. Like we're all cool. We Like we all talk to each other. We have like a sense of community. Da, da, da. And he's like, and that's kind of how it was back in the day. And I was like, Oh, that does make sense. You know? And I feel like that's kind of what, I feel like that's kind of what what this generation of queer people is missing is like that sense of community and like looking out for one another. Yeah. I feel like a lot of our spaces have these like cliques of like gays and mean gays. It's a lot of these gays that watch mean girls and thought they're the Regina George. It's the group. just
0: like disconnections.
1: There's disconnections. It's like they all kind of just all clutter together. It's like So then why did you come to the club? other than to just dance like why are you just there socializing with only everybody's
0: your... too socially anxious
1: i don't even think it's that i don't think it's anxious i don't think it's anxiety to be honest i think it's just stuck up people are just stuck up people just don't want to talk to other people yeah i think that's what it is i don't think i i i'm not about to sit there and excuse the gays for anxiety because there's a, there's a difference between because if you were anxious you wouldn't have a friend a friend group i'll tell you that Billy. Just saying. How'd you make that friend group if you, if you have anxiety? <laughs> How'd you meet them? You have a huge ass friend group but and like, you, you've, but talked, but you've talked but you talked at some point. Right. What happened? Did Ursula catch your fucking voice, bitch? You know, so I, I, I'm I, not about to excuse them. And say, it like
0: Sid from Toy Story. Well, we have ways of making you talk. Right.
1: Exactly. It's like, no, like, don't.
0: It's like, yeah, it's just like being open to engagement. Yeah, just
1: if you're at a like if being you're, open yeah if like you're being bar, receptive like imagine if i had like blown off the guy that tried to talk to me it's like no like why
0: yeah he's
1: he was older like
0: you can like people are also there to like be in a shared space and vibe and just have talk, fun you know just
1: talk you you guys can dance a few songs i don't know have a few drinks you and... have a
0: mutual song that you love Be like oh yeah like oh, i love this song can fucking cool. dance Great. like
1: let's go dance let's let's have a drink
0: yeah you know but yeah i mean that's like what he was telling about like the community thing
1: that's what he was telling me he's like there there's a lot of community like i know all these guys and they'll watch out for me i'll watch out for them and sometimes if they get too drunk like i'll we'll over order them like an uber to get them home safe or one of us will drive them and i'm like that's really nice like that sounds so cool and uh, oh and of course a lot of the the people that he pointed out they were like older gays and i was like oh that's so sweet and he's like yeah he's like if you if you want to talk to any of these these guys let me know and i'll 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 hook you up with one of them i'm like well thanks
0: yeah well i mean like that was kind of like the go-to is that you kind of just talk to people you kind of muster up the Mm -hmm. the energy and just kind of do it you know which is like you can't really do that if like it has to be like a two-way thing where Mm -hmm. like you're there's an attempt but then the other person like there has to be like a willingness to be like open and like kind of go along yeah which it's like i don't know like it's it's it seems like a lot of people want that kind of experience but then like there's never any actually like steps of like making that happen yeah i feel like you can kind of go out to a space and then it's still like it can seem like it's talked about in a way that is not actually being implemented in person
1: yeah and that and again it kind of goes back to kind of what we talked about before with the hookup culture It's like oh someone's always looking for the next hot thing and i think that's the problem i think they're like well, or even just
0: like look who i know kind yeah of like, it's like oh that, I, like, I feel like that can even can, translate to like social yeah, relationships. it's like oh
1: all my friends are hot so i have to have hot friends you know and it's like mm, you could or you can just have friends you know But again, it's just I think that's kind of what happens with the community is like that's why there's those little clicks is because they're all kind of keeping to themselves. And it's like, well, who do you allow to come in? You know, it's kind of like they're they're in the club, but within the club, there's little clubs that like you have to meet a certain requirement. It's like, oh, how much body fat do you have? What's your body fat percentage? If it's higher than this, you can't come in.
0: I think that's like another thing is like when you're leaving one like restrictive or like oppressing community, like don't also go into this one and like be subject to like that kind of thing too, you know, like, cause even within the culture, there's the things about like being too femme and being like, you know, body standards or whatever shit like that. Yeah. Like, I think you also have to, that's like another thing to be open to and to be like aware of is like what kind of, things are like quote looked down upon Mm -hmm. you know like the um the things that within this culture that are also like problematic and within itself right because there's a lot of that shit going on too of course because that also gets because that's big problem of like what actually gets in the way of like when you are trying to like meet people and such It's like people will want to say they meet want to meet others and things but then they have like these things about like oh like they want mask friends, bitch, or like, you know, they don't want to, they're like internally homophobic and yeah, fuck that shit. Who has time to deal with that?
1: Yeah. Just be careful not to fall into those things and don't, don't let that deter you from being your authentic self. Like, you know, if you're too mask, like great, just don't be toxic about it. If you're too femme, like, don't be ashamed of it. Like there's other people that love femme, you know, yeah. and it, there's a space for you just know that there's a space for you and you just have to find it just don't
0: shit on other people that's basically it
1: yeah like guys it's not that hard don't shit on people and you know what's funny too cl- kind of closing this off and you kind of mentioned something the other day about like defending even mean gays
0: oh yeah what did you say i, s- I said something about like like kind of like if somebody was let's say, like, quote, a mean gay or somebody you know that's maybe, like, problematic or whatever. They're gay, whatever. And, like, let's say they're being, like, hate-crimed, whatever. Like, they're being a homophobe or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, about, like, standing up for them and such because, like, I I wouldn't want somebody else to go through that. And you're like, no, fuck them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> s- you said you would stand up defend. for them. And defend them. Yeah. And but I you're was just like, no, like, fuck no. that. No, fuck that. No. Absolutely not.
0: You're like, if it was one of those like mask for mask gays or whatever, you would be like, let, let them go through that. Let, let them have that experience. Right. Because like they're, you know, spewing out their own shit. Yeah. And so it's like, no, well now you're going to be on the receiving, like you're giving somebody like shit based on your outlook or view. Criteria, and so yeah. somebody else is doing that to you and like, you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's like overly empathetic of me or something. Yeah, I like, think
1: that's that's another thing, too, is being overly empathetic. Like, y- you can have it. And that's the thing. If someone's which life I think was I, in I danger, a little bit. if someone's life was in danger, of course I'd stand up and I'd defend them. But if they're just being bullied and being called names, like, I'm just going to watch.
0: Like, well, if you've also been a hateful bitch.
1: Right. You've also been a hateful bitch. You get what you put out. I believe. So, you know. That's just, that's just how I see it.
0: Like, imagine like y- being like, you know, like one of those mask for mask guys and you shit on somebody else who's femme and then, and then like, meanwhile, you're literally going to get a homophobe who thinks shockingly that, yeah. Hey, you're the same as that other gay person right. that you're shitting on for being too femme. It's like, well, they think of you in just that same yeah outlook, despite whatever appearance or you Characteristics think you are, it you're is still like you're putting gay At the on.
1: end of the day, you're still gay. Right. Here's here's like, what I, here's oh, oh, they're here's, putting you under the same umbrella. Here's, what? Here's what I always say. At the end of the day, you still have a fucking dick up your ass. <laughs> so, because you're not about to sit there and tell me that all but the like mass for mass bros but are, like you want a tops. dick somewhere
0: within your vicinity, uh, you're still gay.
1: No, I, they're bottoms. You're not about to sit there and tell me that all those fucking mass for mask gays are all tops. Because if that was the case, then we would have a lot of tops. And we don't. So,
0: Like, by the power of
1: deduction. By the power of deduction. And if you carry the zero and do the math, they're gay. With a remainder of one. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, you know who I'm hating on? Who? You know who I wish I was and I'm not? Who? the The guy that bought the autograph Trump sneakers for nine thousand dollars did you see that? Who the fuck you saw that that he no, was I like didn't. he was like trying to scam people into buying some sneakers, right? No. some gold sneakers first of all, they're hideous second of all Trump, third of all, ew, they're gold. There's some ugly ass gold sneakers that were like Trump. I don't know if they're i'm like, not
0: a fan of gold right so
1: yeah so there's that, gold already in that were being like auctioned to like basically s- i i i don't know if he's re- fundraising i i don't know i'm i'm not i don't know anyways that guy bought the sneakers the autographed sneakers for nine thousand dollars wow I'm like, who in their right mind paid $9,000 for sneakers that were probably shitty and were gold and they were signed? Probably like worn
0: Trump. in already. No.
1: No. Absolutely. <laughs> not.
0: Bitch, that reminds even people who like paid for the Super Bowl. Yeah. they were like, how much did you spend? Like, oh, I spent like $8,000, 9000 $10,000,
1: uh-huh. 13000 Thirteen thousand? I'm like, I could never I saw a girl was like, I better not see none of y'all ever make uh GoFundMe. I better not (laughs) see no I'm like, Facts. Facts, (laughs) you better not ask me to send you prayers and thoughts. You better not ask me to send raise money for Lil' McKenzie. All All the Disney adults were like, I could go for a week or something to like
0: Disney World, like have a Disney vacation. Yeah. Like you could have a fucking European vacation. You can have a vacation. You could go but to Tokyo for that. That's a, that's even a down like,
1: payment sometimes for a house.
0: That was absolutely
1: Do you know how many kids you could feed with that much money? Do you know how much homeless people you could probably clothe with that much money?
0: I couldn't bring myself to do
1: that. And I'm and I s listen, I'm not sitting here it's trying to like signal virtual signal virtuals virtue signaling virtual signaling here but i'm just saying i'm pretty sure i'm gonna i'm gonna make an assumption here i'm crazy with assumptions you know how i feel about assumptions you're wacko i'm but i'm feeling wacky here you know how i hate assumptions but i'm gonna take a, a leap here and say that about half of that stadium are christians half and that's me being not generous But I feel like half of those people that attended are Christians. So for you to sit there and spend $13,000 on a Super Bowl ticket when you could have been doing what your God said you should have been doing, which was like taking care of those in need, seems a little not Christian to me. But that's just me. This is just coming from an atheist motherfucker who doesn't (laughs) give a fuck about your God. That's just me you know me personally
0: it makes me think this is why i love the simpsons when they had the movie Mm -hmm. it came out with the line in the beginning because they were watching a movie within a movie and it's like oh we're paying for something that we get on tv for free Mm -hmm. it's like yeah could watch it at home just i don't know my crazy opinion, and more
1: comfortably i feel right which is why which is why I tell you I hate going to the movies now. I I've never really loved going to the movies. I went I would go for like like I said, Harry Potter premieres. I went for like certain movie premieres, like the Twilight series. I think even so, like
0: when the horror movies were coming out, like it and such, like
1: Yeah, I went to movies. go see like if I wanted to go see them I would eat and they Halloween. it would Yeah, and it would take a certain movie for me to go. Even a certain horror movie yeah. because even then like i think the exorcist the the other one that just came out i wanted i really wanted to go watch it but i was like nah i'll wait i like the movie theater i'm i'm not a fan because kind of like they said you're paying for something you can literally do at home what what's the difference the sound how loud it is yeah what else quality the i co- the quality You think movie theater projection projection is better than your fucking TV? Your 4K TV?
0: It can look nice on a big screen.
1: You think the quality is better?
0: I just like, I also like... Or are
1: you a size queen? Is that (laughs) what it is?
0: I also like, I am a person who also likes other people's like, I don't know, like reactions or like the shared experience. I don't know. I just like that. What's wrong with i I like the collectiveness I don't know of like I mean you oh, can sit in a you can movie. sit
1: in a room with your friends or like your family and get their reactions, and it's probably the same thing,
0: you know Franco, you and I will be going to the movies
1: yeah. we'll go to the movies anyways <laughs> movie theaters not my thing, absolutely not, never liked them, but anyways, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode if you guys found any of this helpful hopefully that was great
0: get out of those well hopefully i would say hopefully not saying get out of but hopefully you guys are out living your best true lives no matter what other shit is it is that you've gone through in your life it can be hard to like try to find yourself and be yourself and even be comfortable with that um so like just constantly try to be you know working on yourself and just like do like a check-in and just be like trying to do what's best for you
1: yeah also, just just keep in mind that this is our experience and kind of how we dealt with it. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it this way. Some everywhere. people haven't even had negative experiences at all, maybe. Yeah. So, you know. But, again, if you found any of this helpful, I'm glad that you guys were able to come in and kind of hear something. So all our young listeners who may be going through a conservative household, just know that you're eventually going to get out of there and you're going to get to be yourself and it's okay. You, there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) There's nothing that needs to get fixed. There's no demon that needs to get exercised. There's nothing wrong with you. Just know that, you know, it just, it gets better. So I just, I just like to put that in there because, you know, I never know who might be listening. might be some young listeners that might be going through a tough time dealing with the conservative household or Even on kids, even might be somebody who just came out or just left a conservative household and kind of trying to figure themselves out. It does get better.
0: And even share your own stories, like whether that's like with us, if there's something that you resonate with, a similar experience, you know, tweet it, make a video about it, post it online. Those are kind of experiences that are important about because somebody out there is going to resonate with it mm -hmm. to some extent and take something from it and just kind of know that there's at least like, something ahead to kind of be there and look forward to mm-hmm. and yeah like something can go a long way for someone
1: yeah exactly you never know who might be listening to your story and if it helps someone then it helps someone yeah so, so
0: be out there and be a queer peer
1: yeah it be <laughs> a queer peer but anyways as always you guys can follow us on instagram at closet takes podcast
0: You can follow us on Twitter slash X at Closet Takes Pod.
1: Follow us on threads at Closet Takes Podcast.
0: Yeah. Tag us, tweet us, message us, DM
1: us. Suggest a topic. You never know. We might actually hit it like Like European guy did. Like European guy (laughs) did. And here we are, European guy. We're hitting your topic. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode and you found something helpful. You found anything fun that we said. I know I like to talk out of my ass a lot of the time. So hopefully you enjoy that. Yeah. And like always, Give us a rating wherever you are listening to, whether that's Apple podcast or Spotify or even Google Podcasts. Leave us a review. It always helps. We always like to hear what we're doing good or what we're not doing good. Yeah. And again, the ratings just help get the podcast put out there, get suggested to other queers and peers.
0: Yeah. We could show up on people's home feed. Exactly. So that they'd be like, hey, this shit looks gay. Let me click on it. Yeah.
1: These faggots sound like fun. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, it all helps. So, we thank you guys so much for those of you that go out and do that for us.
1: Exactly. So, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you guys on the next one. Goodbye, queers and peers. Goodbye.